Hello and welcome to the Recombobulated Life. I'm Matt McLean, and I'm the one who has the privilege of talking about rebuilding lives after mistakes, failures, or mental illness have torn them apart. Now, before we jump into the podcast, I want to make sure we're on the same page about something. The Recombobulated Life is a podcast. It is for informational and entertainment purposes only. What it's not is medical advice. I am not a doctor, so promise me this. Always seek the advice of your doctor or other qualified mental health provider with any questions you have about a medical condition or mental disorder. And please, please never disregard professional medical advice or delay seeking it because of something you've heard on the recombobulated life. What I want more than anything else is for people to get and stay healthy. So listen to your doctors, and if you want to find more resources, you can please check the show notes. But now that we have that out of the way, let's get on with the recombobulated life. Thanks a lot. Hi, everybody. Matt McLean here. Uh, Today on The Recombobulated Life, we're going to talk about overwhelm and four things that I use and have learned uh, to help me get past it. Uh, This is kind of funny. On this one, I uh, actually promised some folks in uh, in my Recombobulated Facebook group that I would record a podcast about uh, overcoming overwhelm. Um, yeah, and then I got overwhelmed. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I've never claimed to be perfect. Uh, so, you know, with, um, with things like uh, making mistakes, failures, uh, coming back from a mental illness, it is uh, very easy to get overwhelmed. I mean, let's face it, it's easy to get overwhelmed just in, in an everyday life. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of input from different places. Uh, you know, you got the news, you got, uh, you got your social media, you've got annoying people hosting podcasts that want you to listen. Um, but uh, seriously, though, we've got family, you've got friends. There's just a lot going on um, before you even think about uh, trying to come back from something. And um, when you're coming back, it, it's, it, it, it can feel... Uh, like you're spinning, and and for me, um, that was a big, uh, big obstacle I had to overcome, and I had to do a lot of uh, trial and error, and and reading and learning, to find some ways through. So, um, but really, um, what I learned is that overwhelm is overwhelming. All right, thanks everybody for listening. That's it. All right, sorry. I don't know. That was just something that I thought was funny. Um, so when I was coming, uh, when I was really hitting bottom and and dealing with everything, I had uh, legal issues going on. I had a mental health diagnosis that was new and scary. Uh, three kids that I was trying to help 
um, work through this and, and uh, a wife and a marriage that was needing extra attention uh, on top of just trying to, to keep up with things. Uh, you know, when, I, when things really hit the fan for me, I was... Um, I was out of a job, I uh, was out of a career, and was really, um, just had a ton of things going on, and, you know, it, it's something that maybe maybe you've not experienced that same constellation of, of things happening, but everybody has those things um, when you're coming back, and when you're dealing with a lot of crap, and for me, my head was just Bending, uh, I couldn't get started on things. I just uh, was stuck. I couldn't. Uh, I didn't know what to work on next. I didn't know. You know there, there were so many things that I could be doing or should be doing that I didn't really do anything. Sometimes you just sit there and and obsess about what you could or should be doing and uh, what you want to be doing. But you're not doing it. And that's really uh, what it was. So as I was sitting there in the middle of this crap storm of things, trying to figure out what was the, the next step, what was the next thing to do, and then you're not doing it. So then you just, uh, you make it worse. You start beating yourself up over it. You're getting frustrated. You're, uh, you're, you know, you're sitting there, you know things need to get done, you're not doing them, then you get angry at yourself, and then you feel guilty, and then you feel shame for not doing it. And it's just this cycle that piles and piles and piles on, and all it's doing is making that overwhelm more overwhelming. What I really needed to do was start finding ways that I could get over it and, and deal with it, and it's not something like, it, it, as, as my, uh, my struggle in recording this it proves, it, it's not like there's a magic pill and you can figure out exactly how to never be overwhelmed in your life. Uh, if that is something, like, hit me up on social media and let me know because then I can go sign up for that class. Um, it's at the Matt McLean Instagram. Come see me. But um, yeah, I don't think there is a, a cure to overwhelm. What I stumbled on or found, um, I guess I shouldn't make it sound so accidental, in my deep uh, research as a, uh, in a study of the academics of this, uh, no, I mean, there's three, there's, sorry, four things that I found that really helped. Uh, the first thing that I had to do that was um, really the rest of it didn't matter until I did this uh, was forgive myself. So that would be the first thing. You have to forgive yourself. There is enough crap coming at you from all angles that the last thing you need is to be beating yourself up. It doesn't help. It, it makes things worse. Um, and it's part of those things, one of those things that just compounds the overwhelm, gets you even more stuck, uh, gets your, you know, att attacks your confidence even more than it's already been hit uh, because of whatever's happened to, to knock you down, that it, it's just, um, it's absolutely essential that you, you find some 
compassion and, and you forgive yourself. Uh, forgiving yourself, this is something that um, I read it, found out about it, and uh, thought, there's no way. There's no way this works. It's just saying it. Sometimes just saying it out loud, saying it to somebody. I can't believe I'm just so overwhelmed and I'm stuck. Sometimes, uh, so that that's something I've done. Writing it down is another thing people do, where you write it down, write down your thoughts on it, and you can rip it up and throw it out. You can burn it if you want to be a little more uh, grandiose about it and, and have some fun, although... Uh, I am not recommending that you do that inside. And if you are going to, let's just say this, I'm not suggesting or recommending you do that. This is just something that some people do. I don't want to get a call about a fire. A really good resource and somebody that I found uh, incredibly helpful is uh, a, a shame resource. Yeah, shame and compassion researcher, Kristen Neff, N-E-F-F. And she has a website, self-compassion.org. It has uh, a test you can take to see what your level of compassion is. It has different things you can do to increase your self-compassion. And um, I'll, put the, I'll put the link to it in the show notes. It's just a great resource. So if you're having trouble with that first step, if you're having trouble having that compassion and forgiving yourself, check that out as a resource. But you know, whatever you need to do, give yourself a break. Don't be a dick to yourself. Uh, <clears throat> you don't need anybody else or anything else getting in your way. The second thing that I did and found very helpful is to start with things that are absolutely certain, things that you cannot question. When, uh, when you're in overwhelm, it, everything becomes a question. Everything feels like a question. And it, it's either you're certain, like, oh, my God, this happens every time, or this is always a problem, or this will always be something. You start really speaking in absolutes. And uh, I've got a uh, just recorded another podcast, an interview with a, uh, a psychologist, Dr. Rachel uh, Gonzalez-Levy, and we talked about that, uh, among a lot of other things, um, but we talked about some of those cognitive distortions where you start speaking in absolutes like that, and the world just isn't that way. What I found very helpful, and this was also really helpful for me as I was dealing with bipolar disorder, because uh, literally, I'm told that my brain wasn't working right, so I had to figure out, okay, what's my baseline? Where's the starting point? Um, and this one, all right, this is confession time. Uh, I enjoy reading young adult fiction. There, I said it. It's out there. Um, I feel better. Uh, no, it's... Uh, yeah, I really, I do. Uh, as a 48-year-old man, maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe it's not manly enough. But if you've been listening to me, I think you understand my take on um, manhood and what it, what it should and shouldn't be like. 
So getting back to my point uh, in, in uh, what is it, Catching Fire. No, sorry, it's Mockingjay. So in Mockingjay, our heroine, uh, Katniss Everdeen, has had a head injury. And she's trying to figure out, you know, she's, she's trying to recover from this. And what she did was she went through um, a, an exercise and she just really went through, what do I know? What do I know? My name is Katniss Everdeen. I'm from District 12. Uh, District 12 doesn't exist anymore. What, you, this whole thing that she's going, but it was really starting with what's the most basic thing. That's the approach I took. My name is Matt McLean. I am... You know, however year, whatever age I am at the time, uh, I have three kids. I love them. I live in such and such a state. I live in Wisconsin. Um, yeah, you know, I, just real basic things. But what it does is it's very grounding, uh, and it it just gets you back and it lives gives you something to focus on. It's certain. It's calming. It's controlling. It's grounding. Another thing that, that's related to that, and this is one that I actually just learned, um, is, is a grounding meditation. Uh, we're going to do a whole other podcast about meditation, um, bring in, some, uh, bring in uh, somebody who is more of an expert on it than I am. I, like, being a Midwestern guy, uh, I don't know if it's, I guess I shouldn't blame the Midwest, but growing up where and when I did, uh, meditation to me was like this super foreign concept. Uh, so I always had to think about it uh, like, you know, clearing my head. That was a better way for me to come to, you know, to, to make it work. And in this one, uh, the one I learned, you know, the, the way to clear your head and ground yourself is literally as you get out of bed, put your feet on the ground. And just focus on it and, and feel that. And again, it's that feeling of certainty. It's that feeling, okay, this is something, it's, it's concrete, it's solid, it's something I know. And uh, it has a very calming, relaxing impact. The third thing, and this is one that I, I, I think um, you hear a lot of, it, it's, you know, you need a system. But what I see a lot of people do, and a lot of the stuff that I was reading as I, as I was going through and trying to figure out how do I get this overwhelm under control so that I can do the things I need to do, you'd look at a system and you'd, you know, it'd be this like 18 step organize your life system or, you know, 15, uh, a 15 step plan and a daily planner and uh, all these different things that were to me, it was like, let's just add to the overwhelm. Let's, you know, give me a workbook and a, a calendar and all these other things that were just, it was like the last thing I needed. The last thing I needed was to pile on a bunch of other things for me to do, and then I wouldn't do them, and then I would feel bad about not doing them, and on and on. What I found that really worked for me is, is uh, and this is my number three, it is you find a really simple system to organize what you need to do uh, and and really break it down it's not even you know I, I a system is is really an overstatement the way I look at it is I, I prioritize things like this or I would I would do things like this 
What's urgent? What do I absolutely need to do? Dealing with uh, legal issues, there were court deadlines. There were things I needed to turn in. Uh, those are those are urgent. You just have to deal with them, and that's a reality. But it's a reality that helps you organize when you have so much to do. So look through what you have to do and say, what's urgent? What absolutely has to be done? And do that. The next thing I look for uh, is what's easy. When you've got so many things and you've taken care of the things that are most urgent, I like to go to the easy after that. It's, I, I can accomplish it. It's, you know, they're, they're faster to do. I can accomplish it and get some motivation going. Um, so it, it's, it's knocking things out. It builds confidence. And it's just um, doing the easy things after doing the urgent things is, uh, is really another way to start knocking things down and feeling less overwhelmed, feeling more calm and focused and centered. And then I go for what's small. Um, so urgent, easy, small. Uh, so e easy uh, doesn't have to be necessarily small. It could be, you know, you have to do something you love. I have to, um, uh, for me, you know, I had always signed up for coaching my kids. And I, it wasn't even something I had to do, but it was among the things that were uh, that I had chosen to to do and were was an important part of my life, but I love doing it. So for me, doing something to prepare for that, or uh, to you know to to uh, even just to do it, that was easy. That was something that was enjoyable. So the time just flew by. Uh, other things, you know, things that are a little bit harder, go for the small ones first. Again, it's getting some momentum, getting some wins. And it's breaking it down into, into smaller chunks that are, you know, less daunting. It's something more uh, reasonable, something you can look at and, and bite off. And so, so that's my, uh, that's, that's the complex system, the patented Matt McLean system. Uh, not even a system. It's just a way to look at it and get things organized when the last thing you need is to really throw on a system and a complicated way of, of going about it that it may work great. Uh, I'm not saying that, that all of these different organizational experts and ways you can do it, uh, they, they, I'm sure there are ones that are wonderful and, and ones that really work. Uh, when I'm overwhelmed, I like to keep it simple, urgent, easy, small. And the fourth one um, is just to get started. When you're really overwhelmed, uh, just start moving, and uh, as you, even if you have to like white knuckle it, and oh my God, I just have to do this for a little while. What happens is uh, the 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 mind has uh, what what's been described as like a feedback loop. It, it hates an open loop. There was a uh, psychologist in Russia, uh, Bluna. Uh, Ziegernick. I'm sure I butchered that, but this is in the 1920s, and I uh, was studying the way the human mind works and the way we process things. And what uh, what the finding was is, once your brain starts doing something, 
it wants to finish. It just needs to close that loop. It needs to finish things up. It's like, you know, in, in marketing, uh, when someone is trying to get you to listen to the next episode or to uh, in TV shows when they're trying to get you to come to the next episode, it's like leaving a cliffhanger. You don't like a cliffhanger. Your brain is, is wired to, to not like that. You want to finish it. You want to see something through. So if you can just white knuckle it through the first few steps of doing whatever it is you need to do, then you can rely on this natural tendency or process in your brain to keep going. So as uh, just a quick review, when you're feeling overwhelmed, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, like I just was, uh, I had a bunch of stuff going on that kept me from, from recording a podcast that I had promised. Forgive yourself. Let yourself off the hook. It's, it's, it's not even letting yourself off the hook. It's, it's giving yourself permission to set that down and move forward. Start with things that are certain. Break it down. What do I need? What do I know? And what, uh, what can I count on? What's my foundation to build off of? And then in terms of how to organize these things, do what absolutely has to be done. So do the urgent and then do the things that are easy next because they're going to be more enjoyable. They're going to be less stress. So the overwhelm uh, isn't going to hold you back as much and do the things that are small. Take the little chunks and get those wins and let it build up with some momentum. And then finally, just start. Just start and let your brain's natural tendency and natural need to close a loop finish things out. So those are my uh, those are the ways that I use to get through overwhelm, and and they work for me, and hopefully they will work for you. If you want to talk about these things more and find out more, uh, there is a uh, recombobulated Facebook group that is something that. Um, uh, where we talk about these things. There's a nice community building there. So I will have that link in the show notes. And uh, love to work with you. Love to meet you there. You can also follow me on Instagram at, uh, at the Matt McLean. And have a wonderful day. And I hope that this helps you deal with your things that are overwhelming and, and keep moving forward and keep rebuilding. All right, everybody. Take care. Thank you for listening to The Recombobulated Life. If you like what you heard, please leave a review and uh, go ahead and hit click subscribe. Thanks again for listening. Take care.